The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, after nearly three years, China has abandoned key parts of its contentious zero COVID policy. Across the country, many people breathed a sigh of relief. Others are not so sure. Is relaxing the country's intensive COVID strategy a risk? That's after a short break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Already, makeshift hospitals have been torn down. Posters and signs about test centres are being removed. Even the term zero COVID policy is suddenly missing from official statements. China has just announced a major nationwide easing of its zero COVID policy, a week after protests against the controls spread across the country. Earlier this month, China entered a new stage in its response to the coronavirus pandemic. In a 10-point plan, the country's government detailed the relaxation of its hyper-strict policy. People with mild or no COVID symptoms will be able to quarantine at home instead of in centralised quarantine centres. There will be freer travel around the country, mass testing will be reduced, and lockdowns will be limited. This might still sound extreme to many in Europe, but it's a fundamental shift. And it seems that the government has made a calculation that in the long run, allowing the virus to spread might be less risky than pursuing a policy that has caused increasing discontent across China. So how did we get here? For three years, zero COVID has been a signature policy of China's president, Xi Jinping. Chinese people were told that it was necessary to save lives, that it was the only option. And it became more than just a policy. It was a symbol of the superiority of China's political system and way of handling the pandemic over Western democracy. Zero Covid is an attempt to stop all Covid infections and eliminate the virus from China. Just a couple of positive Covid tests could lock down a city or a building and people had to quarantine in state-run camps. The official death toll in China is just 5,200, compared to over 1 million in the US, though China has been accused of underreporting its death rate. But zero Covid has hit the country's economy hard. And the problem is, zero Covid is also no longer working. The country reported its highest ever Covid infections last month. And so the turning point for the approach to zero COVID seems to be a fire in which 10 people died. Locals blamed strict COVID restrictions, saying that the people who died were trapped and weren't able to flee to safety. Local authorities denied that. Protests grew into national demonstrations and rare public calls for Xi Jinping to step down. 
Here's Professor Steve Sang, Director of the China Institute at SOAS, speaking to the BBC. Well, the timing of it will suggest quite clearly that this is part of the coordinated responses to the protests that happened a bit over a week ago. Uh, the Chinese government will deny that and they will say that it is because the situations changed, that COVID changed. The Chinese Communist Party says the changes are because the Omicron variant of COVID is not as severe as previous variants, and so the dangers are reduced. It's an abrupt shift in messaging. For months, China's ruling party has emphasised the severity of Omicron to justify the country's strict policy. And, although the policy hasn't been dismantled completely, it's going to be tough to frame this pivot as anything other than a climb-down or an admission of failure. Instead, it's being presented as part of a planned transition. But is China making a dangerous calculation? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For the Chinese protesters who want a complete end to the zero COVID policy, it's a moment for celebration. But not everyone in China is pleased about the decision. After three years of being told zero COVID policy was the only way to save lives, for many it's a sudden and scary change. A mother and daughter who spoke to Sky News outside a medical centre revealed the divide. Although the daughter is saying that she thinks people are now less afraid, her mother interrupts the interview to disagree. She's saying that it's still dangerous for elderly people and children and that the previous policy was better. Undoing the zero COVID policy like this, seemingly without much forward planning or notice, is a huge gamble. Because there are now fewer COVID tests being carried out, the official number of daily cases has dropped. But it's likely that infections are still spreading and rising. And it doesn't seem like the country is ready for the wave. With a focus on zero COVID policies, vaccinations have taken a back seat. China is reluctant to use foreign-made vaccinations, which are most effective, and only 40% of people over 80 have had their third vaccine, which is recommended with the Chinese vaccine. The country hasn't increased intensive care capacity in hospitals or stockpiled enough antiviral medications. Even a small spike in severe cases could overwhelm medical professionals. If COVID rips through China, experts warn a new variant is a possibility the world will be holding its breath. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker. This episode was written and mixed by me, Claudia Williams. While you're here, I'd just like to tell you about Tortoise's new series called The Tavistock. In the summer of 2022, the NHS announced it was closing its only clinic in England and Wales that treats children with gender dysphoria. Critics of the service celebrated. Its supporters were left in despair. Journalist Polly Curtis has spent months trying to understand what happened at the Tavistock, why it attracted such criticism, 
and how best to help young people with gender dysphoria in the future. To listen to the series, search for The Tavistock, Inside the Gender Clinic on your podcast app or click on the link in this episode's description. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 